Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Ooh, welcome back to the 3-0 Take, presented by SeatGeek. This is episode 380. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin. I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate, buying or selling? I'm buying today. I'm going to rock the boat a little bit. Crazy. I'm buying on a Thursday. That's great because I'm, I'm selling today. What do you got? Are you? Let's go. Um, I'm buying the the walk-off home run sprint around the bases. I freaking love it, dude. It's electric. Uh, Christopher Morell was the one that just like got me feeling that way. We saw Bryce Harper do it before. Um, you remember the one was, back in the yeah, day, like Spielborgs did it, Ryan Spielborgs for the yeah. Rockies and like his stuff's breaking off of him. There's just something about like getting back to the boys at home. You know what I mean? The slow trot. I feel like the boys at home are just like, they're losing it a little bit. Losing steam a little bit. Yeah. Like the sprint around. I don't know what it is, man. It's just fires me up. So I'm buying the quick jog on walk off dingers. I mean, that's that's the reality of it. If you go at a, like a medium pace, they're going to maintain their energy. If mm-hmm. you if you take if your sweet slow. time, you're going to kill the vibes. But yeah. if you sprint, you can only amplify it. And yeah. I think we saw that play out perfectly. But yeah, you mentioned yeah. the Bryce Harper one. That's the one I immediately thought of, too. Yeah. My man was <laughs> Cooking, beating feet around the bases. <laughs> Loved I'm it. Big fan of that. You're selling today. I'm selling, dude. I know it's August 17th. And it's probably a little late in the season to still be talking about the pitch clock, but went to yet oh. another game last night. Um, and not even not even addressing the in-game experience, like once you're there, it's just for the people, which are the majority of us, that aren't able to get there like an hour early. Mm-hmm. So Meredith and I went to the Nats game last night. They're playing the Red Sox, and game started at 7.05. We left at... I think we left like right around six because it takes a minute to to make your way through park D- get to the yeah DC traffic yeah park yeah. make the walk because we're not trying to park like right next to the field because that parking's like fifty sixty bucks and mm-hmm. sorry maybe some of you folks out there made a money we're not necessarily <laughs> so you know we got to find the bargain lots uh, so it takes a minute to get there. We were 20 minutes late. So we got there at seven, not even 20 minutes. We got there at 7.23. We walked through, we scanned our tickets, got into the, like on the concourse, looked mm-hmm. at the phone. It said 7.23. Meredith was like, how late are we? And I was like, not even 20 minutes. It's 7.23. I look up at the scoreboard. It was in the third inning. Dude. It had been 18 minutes 18 minutes and we were already in the third inning like come on man and Dude, i know this people is what are going, i was talking about time. this is what i was talking about when they came out with this stuff because like you think of the major cities like east coast cities dc new york boston getting out of work and getting to the game on time is is never gonna happen it's never gonna happen so, like, why not push the time back? Because all these start times are pretty much copy and paste. Push them back. Allow people like you to get there. 
And the game will still end like it normally did. But it's happening faster. It's too bad. You guys are sitting yeah. pretty high up, too. It was actually really cool. We had never sat in that part of the ballpark before. We were sitting up uh, in front of the press box. So, like, the press, bo- we're, press box oh, was, yeah. like, right on top of us, which was really cool. Um, and I don't know if you saw the video I posted of the story, but they there's, the there's like, this crew up there. I, I don't know if they're, like, season ticket holders. I would imagine they are. Yeah. But every time they hit a home run, like after the guy crosses home plate, they do like N A T S Nats, 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 woo. And they do this like woo thing at the end. Mm-hmm. And they do that for every run that scored. So like if they scored three runs, they do it three times. Okay. And the guy was sitting like right next to us. And I've been to countless Nats games and they do it all the time. But it's only that there, section like, up there. Well, they do it for the whole ballpark. So like everybody in the ballpark is looking up at like this the- section. Like the right field bleacher creatures in Yankee Stadium kind of thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like everybody's looking up at you, waiting for this one this one guy led the charge. He like had his he had mm-hmm. his hat up and he was like waiting for the time to drop it. And the second he dropped it, they all like the whole stadium just erupts into this chant. It was pretty cool. Um I don't know but, how I feel about them swooping the Jets. That's a Jets thing. J E T S yeah. Jets, Jets, Jets. I they mean, always do it after the kickoff, but yeah. I, it ain't bad. It ain't I mean, bad. You try to build a culture. You gotta do what you gotta do. Nationals. I mean, they've been they've been hanging on to the natitude phrase for yeah. like ever. I don't yeah. think that's ever going away. Do um, you? Uh, when did you get the tickets? Uh, the day before. So all right, Tuesday. What it was? A, it was on a whim. Like you were like, yeah, let's go. Well, I I knew they were coming into town but i was it was during the week and for whatever reason the last the last couple times i've been in it's been on a weekend mm-hmm. so i was like ah that's gonna that's just gonna be tough like we got we got family coming in this weekend too so i was like ah maybe maybe not and i told meredith i was like honestly i've had i've been in such a like post breakup phase with this team <laughs> this yeah. year like i I would be okay. Like I wouldn't be upset if we weren't able to make it I'll, Like I'll be more than glad to just, sure. if you just give me the the couple hours to watch it on the TV, like I'll be perfectly fine. But we ended up going and uh, coincidentally, because of the way this off season went, the way this year has gone, the way I felt about them throughout the course of the season, the first Red Sox loss I've witnessed in nearly a decade. And I really? said, I said this is this comes to no as no surprise to me because I mean yeah. what are we what are we really doing here? Uh, I wasn't, if they were doing better, do you think you would have bought better seats, like lower seats? No, no, no. A game like a game like that, especially because we've sat just about everywhere in that ballpark. Doesn't matter at this point. Yeah. I'm just going for like what's the cheap, what the cheapest tickets are. Yeah. Use great. the promo code. Shout out. Shout out SeatGeek. <laughs> shout out sea geek money going right back into the pocket now um that was that was pretty cool hooked it hooked it up um but yeah all i have to say selling the just insane insanely fast in-game in-person experience as a fan yeah especially getting getting going there that's all right and just keep shoving it down our throats of how much better the ticket sales are whatever whatever uh let's talk let's talk dodgers we got we got some items to get into uh some one actually maybe a little little more touchy than the rest but let's before we get into that let's 
let's open up with the Dodgers. 10-game winning streak entering Thursday. One of the hottest teams, if not the hottest team in baseball. 14-1 and one in the month of August. Uh, they've won 14 in the last 15. That streak, that, that uh, period includes two sweeps and five consecutive series victories. Uh, they're in first place in the West. Do you know how many games ahead of the Giants there are, they are? Who are in second place? I feel like it's really taken off in these last couple weeks. I mean, oh. what happened, dude? Like, we blinked, and the oh. Dodgers are back to Dod the Dodger way. If I was to guess, because I'm definitely I'm not looking. I'm looking at stats. Uh, I would say seven and a half. Ten games. What? Ten games. What? It was like four, like it, three the, weeks ago. The Diamondbacks were leading the division like yesterday, and now the the Dodgers are like, "Hey, uh, enjoy the couch in October because we've got this." Just insane. A blink of an eye, and they are ten games up. Although the Giants are up a game and a half in the wild card, so I don't think they're they're hurting too much. Um. But yeah, dude, the Dodgers. We spent all this time this year talking about, well, <laughs> the Dodgers have punted. They're just going to roll with what they got. And yeah. somehow what they have has them 10 games up in the division. And I think a lot of it is credited towards the point that you bring up a lot of times where guys seemingly go there, they go to LA and things just click. I don't know if it's mm -hmm. the development. I don't know if it's the coaching staff they have there. Uh, I'm sure they only really know inside those clubhouse doors, like what the, what the true secret is. I think we're really just speculating, but it's something, it's something in that organization that helps guys just figure it out. Because I found this graphic uh, that I wanted to share with you and the listeners. Uh, shout out Gonsolin RBW on Twitter. He had put he had put this little graphic together um, showing the differences between previous tenures from like 2022 or even like the team that the specific player came from. Mm -hmm. um, JD Martinez, let's... Uh, Heard let's of enlarge. Him. Let's enlarge this a little bit. JD Martinez last year, 16 homers and 533 at bats. This year, 25 homers and 345 at bats. Jason Hayward, a guy that you've alluded mm -hmm. to from time to time about his improvements, 555 OPS last year and 137 at bats with the Cubs, 808 OPS and 228 at bats this year. David Peralta, 652 OPS and 161 ABs, 727 OPS and 292 ABs. Kike Hernandez, 599 OPS with the Sox and 297 ABs, 805 OPS through 60 at bats this year. Yeah. Ahmed Rosario, three home. It took him 385 at bats to get three home runs with the Guardians. It only took him 51 at bats to get three home runs with the Dodgers. Lance Lynn, the recent trade acquisition, 647 ERA, 
and a, a strikeout to walk ratio of 3.2. He has a two ERA and a five and a half strikeout to walk ratio. Ryan Dude, Brazier, 729 ERA with the Red Sox. <laughs> Opponents were hitting 286 off of him. He currently sports a 116 ERA. Opponents are hitting 133. Joe Kelly, 497 ERA. An average opponents are hitting 228, or were hitting 228. As of right now, sporting a zero ERA with the Dodgers. Opponents are hitting 0.091 off of him. And lastly, Ryan Yarbrough with the Royals, a 424 ERA and a mm. whip of 120. Currently sporting a ER, an ERA of 174 and a whip of 0.48. Dang. All right. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing, LA. I don't. I don't. Like I I I physically see it, but I can't I can't comprehend it because a lot of guys on this list should not be having the years that they're having. Sure. And we got to figure out what that secret sauce is. So maybe just maybe like if there's some Dodger fans out there that know the secret sauce, like they've been, they've been glued to this team's uh, season this year. Let us know because I'm curious because I'm not watching. I'm not able to watch 162 games of Dodger baseball, but there's gotta yeah. be something there that's putting these numbers to the level that they're at. Here's my thought. When, when I go golf and I play with someone that is worse than me, I typically play down. If I play with someone that's better than me, I'll play up and try and like meet what they're doing. Do my best to keep up. Right. There's something said about having, Veterans that have been there, not just veterans, but like first ballot Hall of Famers that have won and they know what it takes. And when you show up to the ballpark as a role player, young or not, and you're looking at those guys and they're putting in just as much work, if not more, and they've done it before. You got to like play up to that. Right? You got to be like, all right, well, then I got to match this guy. And it's crazy because, like, it's not, I'm not saying that's the copy and paste model everyone should have. We've seen that not work before. Um, and we've seen young teams have success before. Like, you know, the Braves are, are new to this, this era for the most part with all their guys. It's just like, I, You see a work ethic in somebody, and it's multiple somebodies between Kershaw and Mookie and Freddie. Like, you just, you got to be that way. It's weird that you have the, like, the big, bright LA lights. But in reality, like, you're still chilling in perfect weather in California. You know, so it's like this laid back, I'm happy. It's hard to be pissed because of where I am. That's the way I see it. That's what I'm seeing. Because it's it's ridiculous how they can roll this out over and over again. And they just get guys to show up. 
It kind of reminds me of like the Patriots dominance. Everyone laughs about like how Bill Belichick would just find guys bagging groceries. Next thing you know, he's catching TDs. It's, it's kind of like that. It's like this winning culture. And especially when you got dudes like that, that are, I mean, look at Mookie running his podcast, dude. Wearing shades, cooking meals on the road in his hotel room, in his little his little kit. Like, they're all just happy. They're settled. Like it, I don't know, man. It's just wild what that can do for a team. Vibes are high. Vibes are high, especially when you see Kike, dude. Like, you guys have been living on rock bottom for most of the year. Only way to go is up. Yeah, comes I over think, New Jersey number. Let's go. I I think Kike probably benefited most from donning the Dodger blue this season in comparison to some of these other guys because my man was struggling and getting back to somewhere familiar, getting back to a place that people are going to love you mm-hmm. regardless for the most part, how poorly or how well you perform. They ju- they're, you're just a fan favorite there. I think there's a lot to be said for that. Like imagine the vets of- not having to be the dudes. Imagine those vets, all the ones we just listed off. Lance Lynn doesn't need to be an ace. Jason Hayward doesn't need to be hitting three hole with 40 bombs a year. Kike doesn't need to be, you know, playing every day and leading off every day. Like when you have guys that just buy in and they're like, hey, one goal, I'll do whatever I need to do. I'll let Mookie, I'll let Freddie, I'll I'll let Kirsch be the absolute freak shows. I'll just do my job. I can imagine the so jealous. I'm just so jealous. I think I think the Dodgers just happen to coincidentally be the perfect landing spot for just about every guy on this list. And it could be for a variety of different reasons, but everybody's career at this juncture 2023 for whatever reason this seemed to be the place that these particular guys needed and i'm Mm -hmm. jd for whatever reason kike guys like that lance lynn they just needed they just needed to be there yeah whether it's the coaches there like i said the coaches they're working for or working with um the development process that they have out there i don't know what it is uh, the medical team for for some of these guys, <laughs> right? There's, I got a question about that. I, I at what point are we just gonna are we just gonna say that Kershaw's is is load management? Like at what point are we just gonna say that? All these little like random IL stints throughout the year. He's not a 35 start a year guy anymore, and that's totally fine. If you make 20 starts and they're all dope. And they're all quality Kershaw stuff. Like, I'd be happy with that. But, like, why do we have to disguise it with these fake injuries? I think this is the only sport that I, that we see like mystery injuries and they're almost predictable. You see like a guy struggling and they're like, should they DFA him? 
Well, they're either going to do that or he's going to get hurt and he's going to be on the IL for 60 days. Yeah, but I mean, look at the blowback that like the NBA gets with being so open. Load, about management, load management, for sure. Like, I mean, it's a different thing because you have like different rosters. But uh, I don't know. Like for certain guys, I'm not saying do every team should be doing it. And for most teams, like they don't have the depth for starters like that to skip starts. But like even with what we're seeing with Otani like at least they're open about it like we're just skipping a start cool like you just need a little break kershaw's old man a lot of a lot of a lot of bullets coming out of that over the years so it's like who cares give him a break let him do what he needs to do during the regular season and then just watch him dominate in the postseason i don't know i don't want to hide it anymore i hope so yeah, I, I like so, how do you how do you root against Kirsch? Yeah, I think you're uh, a weirdo if you do. If you're a Padres fan, you want to talk about weirdos, man. Some of those Padres, not all. Some some, some of those Padres some. fans out there, are little we. Now you know what? Yeah, don't ruin it. Don't I don't need. It. Don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't need it. We're not going down that road. We're not going down that road. Uh, speaking of another road, don't really want to go down, but kind of have to. I, because of some recent developments, the Wander Franco, uh, the latest on that situation. Uh, according to an article from Bleacher Report, a source familiar with the situation told MLB insider Hector Gomez, quote, it will be very unlikely that Wander Franco will play in, ML- in Major League Baseball again, judging by the results of the investigations that are currently being carried out, which directly commit him to the accusations against him, end quote. Uh, if I recall, the news came out while we were recording, but I don't think we were able to mention it, but, uh, the news that he was added to the restricted list right. on Monday has not appeared in a game since Saturday. Um, and then it was reported, what's today? Thursday it was reported yesterday that a prosecutor in the DR is being, or that said that Franco is being investigated is part of a subject of an investigation conducted by the National Agency for Boys, Girls, Adolescents, and Family and Gender Violence Unit. I'm going to say right now, I have not the first clue as to what that organization uh, really does beyond their namesake. Like, I don't know how serious something has to be for them to get involved. But I would venture to say probably pretty serious. Like if you have unit, if you have unit at the end of your name, yeah, I don't think these are the people that are hanging out by the water coolers. No each day. Yeah. I think these are the types of folks that are getting involved in a situation that has reason to believe that there's some legitimacy to the allegations. Just my guess. I would concur. Do we think, or do you think, collectively here, do you and I think that we've seen the end of Wander Franco? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Uh, What a waste of a talent. And... I don't know. I mean, like we're we're on the outside, and there's only so much you can 
There's only so much we're going to learn about this situation. I, I don't... It's so disgusting. You know I mean, what I, I mean? Don't, I don't want to get into the... Like, this is obviously a very touchy situation, and I want to make sure I choose my words carefully here. But, like, I don't want to get into a a scenario where we're trying to, like, assign... for lack of a better way of saying it, like assigning worseness mm. to a situation, like a level of severity, a level of severity. But you look at what hap- what's happened with Trevor Bauer. We haven't heard, we haven't heard anything about Trevor Bauer in months at this point. And look what happened with the legal fallout of that. Like right. what was the result of that? Right. If that this was, ends that up, was apparently not guilty. Correct. If this ends up coming out that the allegations were true, there was evidence that was presented to to prove as such, I there's no way that you can sit there and tell me that Wander Franco will not be blackballed from baseball. Yeah. I and I say blackball not not as though like unrightfully so correct yeah but just altogether shunned from the sport yeah um when you touch on like level of severity uh if 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 we're still shunning pete rose and we somehow accept wander franco back what are we doing you know what i mean like what are we doing yeah, I mean, you see it in the NFL all the time. You got guys that are like beating women yeah. who receive Four less severe suspensions. less yeah. severe suspensions for people that fail drug tests. I, yeah. I, I, I'm not trying to like ricochet the NFL here, but just sports as a whole, like with, with the Pete Rose thing, I just feel like our priorities are way out of whack here. Yeah. When it, and and. I would like to think the optimist in me would like to think that major league baseball, Rob Manfred, as much as we, we drag him at times, it recognizes that Mm -hmm. it says we have, like, we have to get serious about this. Like we have to start prioritizing these things. If they come out to be true, if, if everything plays out in court or, or whatever the legal ramifications are. Yeah. But it's obvious that MLB doesn't need to listen to that. Like they don't have to follow, they don't no, have to follow legal. No, of course not. Stuff. I mean, they can just make the decision, which I, I I think it's, and I think that's why. Like, it doesn't even matter if he's guilty or not guilty. Like, I I just think it's done. I think MLB is going to be done with him, and I I don't know, man. Like, I I I got to assume that you're going to have teammates that have daughters. You walk into the clubhouse and you're like, I'm I'm sick to my stomach. Like I can't even can't imagine being in the same room, you know, if it is guilty, if he is guilty. So I think, yeah, I think it's all done. And it's just on the baseball side of things, like I, I it's a big loss, you know, like this is I mean, he's he's such a incredible talent. And like we hate on the Rays all the time for obvious reasons, but like if there was ever an organization that could use a young talent that they get right away and they sign long-term, they did everything the right way. 
Like the Rays did it exactly how they should have done it. Get a young talent, you sign them early, and you let them develop. And, you know, we're talking about an all-star. We're talking about a gold glover. It's not like this is a seven, eight, nine guy in the order that's playing three times a week. This is a perennial all-star type caliber player. So it's an, a tremendous loss for for the Rays. It's a big loss for baseball. And and that's not even talking about like the morality side of things. The morality is just it's pretty sickening. So it's tough, man. And you talk like I know a lot of our listeners, a lot of our guys in the fantasy league, um, you know, do collectibles and they and they trade, you know, trading cards and um signed baseballs and stuff and, and they're big into memorabilia like that too you know like the amount of people that got screwed over with that having some signed rookie card that you know they either turned over or or dropped a couple coins on it's like it's just it's it's pretty sad man but this is a reminder that like we we gotta we gotta do our best to not put these guys up on such a high pedestal above everyday citizens you know like they're not any better than us and you know just everybody makes mistakes but they just happen to be very 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 good at the sport that they play right right and that's all it is and like stop saying this is a job like i think if you were to ask any of those guys they're like yeah it's a job but this is an absolute privilege this is not a right i don't (laughs) everyone has a right to work not everyone has a right to be in professional sports so yeah it's just different man so be better like it and dude i mean we talked about it a couple of weeks ago with like the you know the sound of freedom movie and and child trafficking and just like children being victims of this stuff and whether this girl was a victim or or not or just you know whatever it turns out to be i just i don't think it really matters but like uh, I don't even have kids. You don't have kids yet, but like, goodness, dude, like, please just protect our children. What is this world coming to, man? Yeah. And I've seen a lot of people talking about, like, I think their intention is good, but I think there's a lack of true understanding of, of what somebody's life looks like. Who's involved in a, in a habit or an activity such as this. And the people, the comments that I'm referring to are the, are the ones where people are talking about this guy just signed a huge check. Like what more could you need? Like how much you, you've got everything that you want. Like, why would yeah. you do something like this? Trust me, people uh, I've, I've talked with people who have, have not necessarily with this particular issue, but Anytime that somebody gets caught up in like a substance addiction or something like that, it doesn't matter how good their life is outside of that issue yeah. that they're wrestling with. They could yeah. be, they, you hear it all the time, millionaires, billionaires, they have everything at their disposal, but they feel incredibly empty. They're searching for right. something. So you take a guy like Juan or Franco, and I'm not, I'm not justifying this by any stretch, but I'm just saying you can't exactly look at the the contract that he signed and go, like, well, oh, you're got, set. Yeah. You've got what you need. Like, no, there's if this if this comes out to be true, it it's safe to assume that there's some deep seated thing there that it doesn't matter how much money you you acquire throughout your career. 
like there's something that needs to be addressed there. There's yeah. something that needs to be fixed and there's something that needs to be uh, disciplined, whether that's major league 100%. baseball, whether that's the yeah. law, whatever it is. But like, we can't have that. We have to, we like, we, we have to be as a society, we have to be better with, with stuff like this. Cause you, you just can't have this. Jesus. Like, please, someone put their foot down. Somebody in a powerful position, just put your foot down and stop this stuff. And it has to start at some point. So I'm out. I don't care how it ends up being, whether if it's not guilty on her and guilty on other. I mean, it's I've, we've heard reports that it's multiple girls. It's not just one over the last few years. So it's like. We've also heard reports that the girl wasn't 14, that she was older. There's yeah. just still a lot up in the air. Again, the, the, this whole conversation is predicated on the report. The initial report that she was in fact 14, 15, under 18. Yeah. It's all that matters. Um, if you're under 18, and, it's just no. And again, we're not like we're gonna let it play out, but we're just talking about what we're just talking about the information that we have as of right now. Uh, and we'll see what comes of it. Um but have the, have you seen the have the rays? I haven't like seen anything. Have the rays are they starting like pull jerseys out of their shops yet, or is any of that stuff going down yet? That's like, uh, I'm curious if they're. I feel like that's going to be like our first tell. You know, let's go I just, to. I understand that there's there's procedures with investigations and things like that, but I just I feel like our our professional sports could could really benefit with some transparency towards their fans. You know, as of as of right now, the Wander Franco jersey is still up on the Ray shop. But again, that's probably due to the fact that the on the investigation is ongoing. Like that would right. If for whatever reason this comes out to be not true, that would be an equally well, not equally, but like that would just probably be a, bad, see a lawsuit happening. That'd be a bad look for the Rays, kind of, because it'll it'll get into like defamation type stuff. Yeah, if it yeah, is like not you gotta we, as sickening as it is, the yeah. reports are at least the allegations. Like you gotta you gotta let it play out. Yeah, um, I'm watching but, Suits right now, by the way, so I've, I've got all the all the lawyer terminology, all the lawyer lingo, and, rolling out. There you go. Um, switching gears here, can we, on somewhat of a lighter note, can we talk about this, this, uh, back at, well, I don't, I don't know if there was a back and forth. I don't know if Jeter responded, but this whole, nah, we don't got time for that. Marlins. That's, that's actually, yeah, that's probably true. This whole Marlins home run sculpture thing that just came about. Like, I don't know when this statement was made i'm assuming it was recent because it seems like the yeah the quotes were making the making their way around that's usually how that goes uh but former marlins owner jeffrey loria says that Derek jeter's decision to remove the marlins home run sculpture was quote a horrible thing to do he said something about how he was destroying art and that it was just a, a horrible thing to do i'm like jeffrey my guy do you have eyeballs? All it right. doesn't take much. I'm not to even look coming. This is not Jeter bias at all. That no. thing was ugly. Number no, one. Thank you. Number two, it didn't get destroyed. It got moved outside. 
That's the other thing. It's like, if you want to see it that bad, if you want to partake in the art, then go outside. Yeah, it's right outdoors. And uh, I'm pretty sure, what's that little, like, the Toyota it's like, balcony it's, thing? They've added seats. They've added tickets out there. So now you have a spot that wasn't generating any money. It was just some big, giant eyesore is now generating money. And that eyesore is now out of the stadium to where maybe people in that area or community or culture would appreciate it there. But I don't think anyone watching on TV is like, oh, wow, look at that. Not a good way anyway. Yeah, like if you want to see the art so bad, go outside. But then it's like the whole Ron Swanson thing. He's like, I don't know why people paint pictures of trees when they can just go outside and be in nature. <laughs> so like, that's kind of what we're dealing with here. Um, this is, I feel like this is a topic that would be fun to read some Facebook comments on because we all know that you go to Facebook. I'll go to, I'll go to Instagram, see if I can find anything. Well, I was going to say Facebook, as we all know, is very well-balanced, uh, rational minded people. Um, and so something as, as silly as this home run sculpture, uh, was, I'm sure we're going to find some some very very reasonable comments here. Uh, somebody said, put this back in. Jeter's gone. Move it back inside. It's tacky, gaudy, and the most Miami thing ever. It needs to be inside where it belongs in all its original glory. I'll be look, can I be can I be <laughs> honest here? I I don't think I would hate it as much in there now, given that they've gotten rid of that just god awful lime green like uh padding and the walls and all that do you yeah. know what i'm talking about yeah that was bad that i think that's what made it extra worse for me but now that they've gotten rid of that i still hate the statue the whatever this thing is the sculpture but at least it wouldn't be as like as much of an eyesore uh Compton J on Instagram says, unpopular opinion. I kind of like the Dinger machine. Art is a loose interpretation, though. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's very accurate. It looks like it looks like a collage of crap, man. Like when when you're like cutting all those pictures out of magazines and posting it on a on a board and calling it art. Stan Stanford Smith on Facebook says I'm a lifelong Braves fan, but I will admit that I like the Marlins ballpark. It has a lot. I think he means he says it has a lot of personality. I think he means it had because I will admit, like they definitely when they took the sculpture out and and put up the blue padding and all that stuff, it, they definitely dumbed it down a little bit in terms of the uh, the vibe. I guess you could. say. I did like I did like the aquarium in the back. That's what though. I was gonna say. It says it I'll has a lot on of. That hill has a lot of personality it really seems to capture the essence of the area yes i even remember yes i even like the sculpture remember art is subjective yeah. and yeah you mentioned the the aquarium thing i'm i'm all for it like we were talking about somewhere it, I, I don't think it has to be in the backstop but put it somewhere the aquarium sounds sick dude i honestly if it were me i wouldn't put it directly behind home plate because i We've like, seen cameras get busted and stuff. I, seen, I don't want to well, see fish going. Yeah, RIP the fish, the, yeah. the entire tank. No, but like uh, that would be potentially distracting to like a guy. Like if you're trying to zero in on the catcher's glove and you just see like fish just kind of floating along behind you. Like I, I'm going to need yeah. relatively still. True. 
That's uh, fair. A relatively still backdrop there, but put it on like the side, like you know where they have the pitch clocks. Yeah. Like on the side, it's not Less behind, likely but it's to like get on hit. the side, closer to like the sides of the dugout. Put fill the fill those spots with it with an aquarium. Yeah. I'm all about it. Matt on Instagram said Loria sucks and ruined the Marlins. His opinion is irrelevant to any Marlins fan ever. I agree. Most people, yeah. it looks like they're in support of the of the move. I just, I don't know how you can look at Jeter and say like he ruined the organization. We've talked about this. Look at the farm. Look at where the farm was before uh, yeah. he got there. Exactly. And then look at it after he left. Here's my thing. Loria knows what he's doing. This quote doesn't blow up without Jeter's name in it. All you have to do, what if it said he, he came in and destroyed the ballpark. Destroying public art was a terrible thing to do. Horrible thing to do. He put Jeter in there. He said Jeter for a reason. And by the way, Jeter is not the only owner. It was a group. So I'm pretty sure it was a group decision, but he knows what he's doing. He gets clicks. Jeter gets clicks. Yeah. Old Loria just trying to stay irrelevant. What a loser. I don't care if he was a former owner. Who's going to remember Jeffrey Loria 30 years from now? Nobody. Who's going to remember Derek Jeter 30 years from now? That's my point. So Everybody. To your, to your credit, it's all it's all for clicks, all to get it all to get it blown up. Justin uh, Mace Macy commented on her Instagram post. He's in the uh the Yankees organization. I think he spent some time with the Braves too. Uh, he said that that art is effing terrible. So I think that's uh that's the other thing that nobody's really talking about. Like, sure, if you want to call it art, call it art. But it's like, not like it was good looking. We're we're entitled to our opinions about said art, and the opinion is that it's terrible. Overall, yeah, that's that thing is not good. devil's advocate though i do i i get the people that are like against the cookie cutter ballparks for sure that's cool what they have now is definitely more cookie cutter than obviously the pre or back when it had the sculpture and all that but that doesn't just because it's kind of cookie cutter ish now doesn't make what it used to be okay or like like an attractive looking ballpark because it wasn't. I don't think they keep that thing open enough either. Well, it's trust me, this East Coast humidity is steamy st- down there. Stupid. Yeah. Maybe if they play it's in October. Disgusting. Open that puppy up. It looks good when it's open, left field. It's a big if. Mm. Gotta get to gotta get to October first. Um maybe next year. A guy that's not going to be getting to October anytime soon unless he is dealt or uh, just quits baseball, unretires, and comes back with another team. There's there's any any number of possible routes that he could take to get to October, but the current team he's with, not getting to October anytime soon. Uh, but wanted to shed some light on Zach Geloff. Dude's been just running through a couple of performance, noteworthy performances here. Zach Geloff, the first player in A's history to have 20 extra base hits 
and 20 runs scored through his first 28 career games played. Mm. All right. You got to be you you got to be on it to rack up 20 extra base hits in 28 yeah. games. It must seem so easy. You know, like you're in the minor leagues and they're like, no, don't worry. It'll be a lot quicker up there. Game's a lot faster. It's a lot harder. Then you go up there and do that. Don't worry. They'll trade him for, for a bucket of balls here in, uh, in a couple years anyway. He'll find somewhere to go. Garbage organization. I can't. Meredith and I were quoting Moneyball yesterday because our I think her favorite scene of that movie is when uh Billy Bean they're in I think it's like the break room or something. You've seen it, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. The he, movie? They're like yeah, yeah. Like they're yeah. in the break room and I don't remember the player that he he referenced, but was it I don't think it was Pena. Was it Pena where he's like this is my team and I'm playing Pena tonight. And he goes, well, you can't because Pena plays for the Detroit Tigers yeah. or <laughs> yeah. something along to that yeah. effect. But that's, that's probably what's going to happen. Like I like, gonna... I like when, uh, when Jonah Hill walks by and he's like, he, all he says is Pena. <laughs> <laughs> he flips the table, flips his desk over. That's yeah. a great movie. Um, yeah. Top three all time baseball movies. I'll die on that hill. Um, but yeah, that's probably what they're going to do with Geloff. Like, who is yeah. it? Kate. Kate is going to be like, no, this is my team. And Geloff's playing tonight. And they're going to be like, well, we can't because we traded yeah. Geloff for a bucket of baseballs. <laughs> um, Mount Ryan Mountcastle, another guy that's just been tearing the cover off the ball. He's currently at an on, he's got an on base streak of uh, 23 games. Um, Pretty good. This this all followed his bout with vertigo. I don't know. I don't know how much you had read about that, but I knew he was had, out for a minute. I didn't know why. Yeah, he had vertigo. He was quoted as saying something to the effect of it's easier to hit one baseball instead of three, which mm, fair. From what I've read about vertigo, that would make sense. Um twenty-three game, uh yeah, twenty-three game on base streak since the all-star break he's hitting he's slashing 376 434 613 with a weighted runs created plus of 188 he's hitting Goodness. 407 with an ops of 1.087 in the month of august so say what yeah. you will i think i think his shift into a platoon role likely slighted him a little bit Woke and him i up. think yeah i think uh once he got back from his his little stint with vertigo i think well I think it didn't i mean it didn't help him. it helped the team but like i'm sure it didn't help the situation there rhino hearn came in and immediately started hitting and, and making things difficult for him yeah i saw hold on actually i have an interesting uh yeah nugget interesting nugget here i don't don't quote me on it. I will. I'm just go, I'm just going off of the the tweet itself. But August fifteenth, that would have been Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It's, these numbers aren't updated, obviously, because this was from Tuesday. But shout out Kaz Nose Ball on Twitter. He said Vladimir Guerrero Jr. last seventy games hitting two forty four, 
10 home runs, 719 OPS. Ryan Mountcastle, the last 70 games, 291 average, 9 home runs, and an 808 OPS. Ryan O'Hearn, 291 average, identical to Mountcastle as of Tuesday, 10 home runs, and an 824 OPS. And then he finishes the tweet by saying, safe to say the Orioles have two first basemen better than Vlad right now. So, as you said, on it. as you said, O'Hearn came in, started banging right away, started banging, and then Mountcastle figured it out. So that that's that situation at first base is looking quite promising for the O's down this home stretch. Who DHs for them? I know Santander kind of rotates in a uh, DH pretty often, right? I think Adley Adley pops in there when he's sure. not catching. Um, that's a good question. Why? Yeah, sorry, Orioles fans. Was of yelling at us? Yeah, like okay, so this one had Adley in it. Let's go back a couple of days. Let's see. Mountcastle. Speaking of which, talk about a talk about a fun series. Like I don't I don't care about where the teams are right now in their respective divisions, but like Orioles Padres, that's just like a Yeah. Yeah. That's a fun that's a fun series. Uh Rutschman DH that game. Mountcastle DH'd yeah, so Yeah. I think they've got O'Hearn at first. Yeah, as the lefty, I think O'Hearn is gonna get the nod. With mm-hmm. majority right-handers, Mountcastle DH. So, they they definitely they they have. But depth like it it looks like every option. every box every box where I go to, O'Hearn is like the first guy off the bench if there's ever a pinch hit opportunity. Yeah. Um. So it's just it, I think it's a good problem to have, you know. And then you just you ride it out for as long as you can. And I, I, I'm, I'm assuming because of like the vertigo issues, they're probably limiting the amount of time Mount Castle's getting it over at first. So leaving him a DH probably makes more sense. Just more risk, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which, to I, am I wrong by saying it's, it's pretty much like the, the lasting effects of a concussion most of the time, or like at least like a. Like a weird, I think there's some overlap there. Head yeah. injury thing where it may not be a concussion, but you do have vertigo you're going not, on. You're not fully right up there just yet, right? Yeah, yeah. Good problem to have, dude. Good problem to have. I'm excited to see it in person. Already, already making plans. The plans are in the works. A little trip out here. Uh, trip out here. In, I guess what that first week, whether October. it's for the wild card series or for the division series, I don't see them sliding. They, I mean, I think. Can we just say the division's a lock at this point? We can say it, especially with I. I mean, it's only a two-game discrepancy between them and the Rays, but like, how yeah. much of this wander? It's got to be a huge distraction. How much of that's gonna bring them down? I don't know. The Yankees are only 14 back, so you could see something True. there, maybe. So yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, it could happen. Anything can happen. They haven't been ruled out of the division. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild to see how a lot of these teams have um, 
it's really narrowed down in the AL. It's really started to narrow down. Hey, speaking of which, did you see the caption to the post I put out today? By chance? Do I want to? Do I want to see Actually, it? Actually, since we're AL East right now, I'll just use this as a as a quick moment to share pay, share Pedro Martinez's quote about the Yankees. He says, when they were going well, it was like watching a bulldog beat up on a chihuahua. Now they look like the chihuahuas. The caption to that post I put out, the latest point of the season that the Yankees have been under 500 since 1995. Mm-hmm. But hey, 14 games back, anything's possible. Am I never, right? Never know. Am I right or am I right? Except um, we do know, and they suck. Couple fantasy players to keep your eye on. For most leagues, safe to assume we are past, well past the trade deadline. So at this point in your season, if you're still in contention, you're probably looking for a couple uh, free agency some pickups. Smart pickups. I bet half the league is given up, by the way, because I haven't checked my app in weeks. I think like two at most because you were still technically in it like two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, fantasy players Sad. to keep an eye on. Kerry Carpenter, outfielder slash DH for the Tigers, rostered in 17.1% of leagues. He recently saw a plus 15.1% bump, so snag him while you still can if you're interested in, a, in an outfielder addition. The last 15 days, he has scored 56 points has had four home runs in his last five games, and he is currently sporting a 12-game hit streak. Another name, Graham Ashcraft for the Cincinnati Reds. As a starting pitcher, he has chalked up 84 points in the last 30 days, has not allowed more than three runs in a start since June 24th, and over his last nine outings is sporting an ERA of 2-1-7. Let's go Graham. And if you need something on top of that, his next outing is versus the Angels, who we all know have sucked since the deadline. So that's pretty disappointing, isn't it? What a what a what an angel thing to happen. Yeah, but look, I the receipts are fresh. The ink is still drying on the receipts. You and I, I think both were in the camp of like, you know what? Screw it. Just but just go for it. I, I can't yeah, walk that did. back. They did the right thing. I can't walk it back. It just, that's they did the it, right thing. We, we said it was a flip of the coin. It was a roll of the dice. And this is one of the first few times that it's not on the front office. Yeah, I agree. Um, Before we get into our weekend series to watch and kind of wrap up with that, I just had a, I had an itch to put out, uh, a post on the story get some questions for some people because it's been it's been a minute since we took some questions for people so yeah. just give want to give them a chance to uh to ask us some questions so let me pull those up real quick i didn't get a chance to, like write out the full name so i might just have to go with the usernames um aj buck 97 says how many or ask how many ballparks have you been to hmm all right. Chase we, Field. You know, funny enough, Meredith and I were talking about this while we were sitting there at the Nats game last night. My number's pretty low, unfortunately. We, well, it's kind of related. But I, I looked over and I was like, 
I wonder how many Major League Baseball games I've been to in my life. Like, it's never something I've, like, ever tried to figure out. It's never something I've tried to go back and, like, count ticket subs from. Yeah. But, like, that's that'd be an interesting interesting little little scavenger hunt to try to figure out. Go back and... Because, you know, like... Going back to the early days would make it real tough. Yeah. That, that would be tough to figure out. But I'd be interested to know the number. Anyway, the parks you've been to. Chase Field. Coors Field. Yankee Stadium, Fenway, Camden Yards. I forget what what White Sox were called back in the day. It was U- U.S. Cellular, I think, back in the day. Yeah, I think there was even one before that, or like right around that time. It was, it was cool because I, I got to see Frank Thomas hit his... 400th i think did you really wow yeah i got like a little pin for it uh petco i'm running pretty dry here i think that's it dude i guess tech i don't know if it counts but when the nationals first opened up they were at rfk no, that where counts. The, where the Redskins used to play. So, got that. Oh, Braves. Last year. Truest. All right. I think I'm officially done. That's not bad. Nine, no, not bad. Nine's pretty solid. It's not great. We could afford to do better, but... Yeah, I mean, and the and the list, too, is like... It's kind of fluid because it's it's... Throughout the course of your baseball fanhood it's never just 30 parks at one time like there's going to be new mm-hmm. parks in your lifetime there's going to be parks that have torn down in your lifetime yeah. so like it's a little more than just like how many out of my th- how many out of 30 did i get it's it's yeah. more than that the number's larger than that i'd like for the um, number to be higher i'll say that all right so for me nats park fenway park camden yards Coors field Turner Field. I saw Chipper Jones hit a home run there. Check that off the nice. bucket list. Uh, the old Bush Stadium. Ooh. The old Tiger Stadium. What? Really? Yeah. Wow. As a kid, I, I saw they played uh, the Cardinals, I believe. Mark McGuire was there. Nice. Um, I said Coors Field. Um, PNC? Yeah, PNC. PNC. There. Uh, Citizens Bank. As of this year, that was cool. Uh, ballpark in Arlington. Nice. That was a cool one. You're um, 10 now. Uh, what else? Did you get the Nats at RFK or no? Oh yeah. Nats at RFK. That's 11. Oh, Chase Field. I don't think I said Chase Field. Um, I don't know if you did or not. Maybe yeah, you might have, you might have. It's, I don't, it's no, I don't think I did. Um, haven't been to any out in uh, California. Uh, we got to go to Petco. Oh, oh I got to go back there. That place yeah, is I need to so get there. much fun. For sure. I need to get there. Um, yeah, that, that might be it. Hold on. Let me just take one quick look at the teams here. Haven't been to Yankee Stadium. Have not been to the Trump. Oh, I went to Jacobs Field as a kid before really? it got, before it got renamed. Yeah, so I've been there. So that's thirteen. 
Um, I've technically been to Comerica, just it wasn't for a game. I was like, I was there uh, working yeah. a bowl game for for Duke football, uh-huh. and so I just like took a lap around the park and like peeked through the fence and stuff. So like, eh, I don't know if that really counts. But I don't know if I count it because I was at Fenway years before for that college football game. So I Which, didn't, I mean, I didn't I would, really count it, but it is I Fenway. I would count it. I mean, you did go for the wildcard game, so you're you're yeah, counting I'm in. it either. I'm way. in now. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that might be it. That's pretty good. Thirteen solid. Thirteen solid. I will say it's much easier spending your entire life on the East Coast. It is difficult yeah. out here because, like, yeah, yeah, I sure. only have the Diamondbacks or the Rockies, like within a decent amount of distance. I'll yeah. go to Vegas though. I'm gonna get to a Vegas A's game. No, don't put that out there. It's gonna be Vegas something else. We're we're done with the A's. It's something new. You think? I hope. I mean, Vegas A's does sound pretty sweet, but I think if you're gonna if you're gonna try to just build that culture up from from the from ground scratch. up, you need to yeah, you need to scrap all of it. That's just me though. Vegas. Yeah, I don't know. You got to get something cool, though. Maybe casino-themed. Vegas uh, craps. There you go. Hey, speaking of speaking of relocating, Brian makes drinks on Instagram, asks, should MLB expand into the Caribbean? Teams in the DR, Puerto Rico, Cancun, etc. I'd be all for it. Logistically, I don't know how that would look, but, like, yeah. give me a team in, in, like, Puerto Rico, man. Like, help revitalize that that like facet of baseball yeah in the baseball world because there's so much just rich history down there and like getting people back getting the attention back on a place like puerto rico that's fair i i think i think it would really say something for one of those, I mean, like for Puerto Rico as an, as an example, like the kids being able to grow up and go to major league games and like see like them right there. And you, it, it's like, I, I think that I, it would help the community. Like, uh, yeah, I like that. I did see a TikTok the other day, by the way, that was like, why do we not say pirates of the Caribbean? But we say Caribbean every other time. If you're going on vacation, you're not going to the Caribbean. You're going to the Caribbean. That's a but great if point. you say Pirates of the Caribbean, you sound like a psychopath. You really do. It's That's... weird. Did I say I said Caribbean right when I asked? You the said question? Caribbean when you read. Caribbean? It. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's a great point. Yeah. Um. Josh underscore shoe 13 asks right now what is the world series matchup you want to see give me o's reds or rangers phillies Mm. give me o's phillies man that would be so wild give me o's phillies honestly at this point give me the o's verse like like throw the bread like whatever the braves sure o's braves i mean talk about star power like give me that give me o's phillies just I'm, I want the O's in there. I feel like I share that a little bit. Uh, 
that this is just what we want to see, not what we think is going to happen. Yeah, correct. What you want to see. What I want to see, I would say... O's Phillies is a great choice. Thank you. It's a great choice. Uh, just to be different, I'm going to say O's Cubs. All right. Fair enough. That's a solid one. I don't know if the Cubs are going to sneak in or not, but they do. They're right there. Vibes are high. They got the last wild card spot. They're tied to two other teams, but they got it. Uh, Michael underscore Herrera 55 asks, who's got a better beard, Kyle or Nate? You. All day. Come on now. Thank I can't you. grow my cheeks, dog. No cheeks. I only get it on the chin. I did trim up pretty short. Do you like yeah, it? Yeah, you grow. You you got a mean mean goatee, right? Is that yeah. is that what we're classifying that as? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what technically classifies as a goatee. Is what you have a goatee? Or does it have to stop? It does it have to stop here? Oh, like there's no yeah. I got I go stubble on the sides and yeah. Just, so like I don't know if that technically classifies as a goatee or if that's just a more yeah. beard. Yeah. Well, we way, started shaving when we were in Little League. So but I <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I got a I don't know. I'm gonna look up some remedies. I've heard that you can get like the there's like some essential oils or something you can rub it, and then that little like prickly roller thing. I might try that. See what happens. Why not? What you Fill got it in use? a little bit. That's yeah, true. Bald can't grow a beard. It's all a mess. Uh, getting out of here. Weekend series to watch. I know you had a lot going on today. I don't even know if you had a chance to look. I'll uh, find you one. Could, you could probably find one. For me. Weekend series to watch Mariners versus the Astros. Game one, you got Bryce Miller versus JP France. Game two, I'm actually going to do my best to tune in for this one. Logan Gilbert versus Framber Valdez. Mm, that's a that's a real good one. That's a doozy. Game three, you got Emerson Hancock versus Hunter Brown. Sure. Let's go Emerson just because of that name. Emerson Hancock. Uh... As it stands right now, the Mariners are one game out of a wild card spot. Astros are up three games uh, with their respective wild card spot, three games ahead of the the uh, Blue Jays. Um, so yeah, lot lot at stake here as we head into the second half of August. Hard to believe, man. I don't know where all the time went. I really don't. Um. Really? Because it's been crawling for me. <laughs> Baseball wise, it's been crawling. No, I'm just mean the year as a whole. Like how yeah. are we how yeah, are for sure. we coming up on September already? I don't I don't get it. Um I'm just gonna fire from the hip here, yeah. I mean I feel like there was one that you could fire from the hip on, but straight from the hip. I um I well, the Yankees just got destroyed by the Braves. So I don't know yeah, if I want to pick the Braves on, right now. Um, And I, I'm never going to choose the Brewers for anything. So give me Blue Jays Reds. I had a feeling you were going to go with that one. You like Apple that? TV. Apple TV on Friday. Uh-huh. In, yeah. in case you want to check it out. Yeah, which we never we never love, but it is what it is. Um, Both, both are hunting, man. Both are doing their thing. And I like that. I'm a big fan of that. Blue Jays. Uh, where are you at, Blue Jays? You are currently holding the 
third wild card spot, the game lead on the Mariners. So this kind of ties into your series too. And then on the other side of things, the Reds, like I mentioned before, are tied with that last wild card spot with the Cubs and the Marlins. And it's crazy as bad as the Diamondbacks have been. They're only a game and a half back, by the way, in the wild card. I the the Reds are just I I'm so up and down with them. You know? But it just feels like the Blue Jays are are it's coming, right? They're poised to just pop off and go on a heater. I think so. As much as I hate to admit it, I I'd I be think scared so. of that team in the postseason. Like even if they just sneak in, I would be I would be a little scared. They got a lot of firepower. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like looking up the pictures, so just tune in. Be surprised, like me. There you go. Uh, Actually, no, you know what? For the sake of thoroughness, game one, you got Jose Brios versus Undecided, according to ESPN. Solid. Game two, you got Chris Bassett versus Brandon Williamson. And then game three, you've got... Ryu versus Green, and then is this a four-gamer? No. Ryu has looked. No, not Ryu. Kikuchi, that's Kikuchi, what I'm thinking yeah, of. Kikuchi yeah, has yeah. been nails lately. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Sure has. Uh, closing the book here. Just a few items, and we'll get out of here. Uh, Not sure if you saw. Reed, Reed Detmers took a no-hitter into the eighth inning versus the Rangers. Saw that. Marcus uh, Simeon spoiled that, yeah. Sure did. And you know, like if you're gonna spoil a no hitter, do it in a one nothing game and put yeah. yourself in scoring position. Immediately I'm all for that. hustle double, like Marcus Simeon is just like that's that's just good baseball. Like if yeah. like I said, if you're gonna break up a no hitter, do it that way. Yeah. Um Cubs walk off the White Sox. We already we already mentioned that. Wrigley went nuts. Just for Morell, I just like I you, had nothing left on, man. Guy stripped you, everything off. Did you see the aerial shot of Wrigley? Place was popping off. <laughs> it was insane. Oh man. Vibes are going high in Chicago right now. And then Fernando Tatis stole home versus the Orioles. Didn't even get a throw home. Different. Different. I'm different. a huge fan of 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 like electric base running being so much more a part of the game now. Yep. And yeah, despite how you feel about Tatis, he does make things better on the field. Just does stuff you're not supposed to see. Correct. Megusta. Uh that's all I got. You got anything else? Negative. I got nothing. I'm all out. Let's have a good weekend, folks. Have a great weekend. Yeah. Love it. Don't go chasing curveballs. We love you all. And as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.